Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. All right, people, in five, four, three, two. Welcome, everybody, to Best Friends Pod. What? (laughs) (laughs) I I like to pause like we're in front of a live studio audience where there's like... (laughs) We have a standing ovation. There's going to be a standing ovation. Um, The applause sign just came up. We don't have that. Um, I did find out from this platform that we're using now we're using google meet instead of zoom because zoom changed their thing to where just like one person like a one-on-one call like we do um (laughs) then it's uh it's still it's a 40 minute call it used to be if you had more than one person on the call it was unlimited but zoom changed their terms of service and we hate them um so corporations making money so instead we're going to an even bigger corporation even making even more money um, <laughs> um or was like oh yeah this is best friends pod i'm one of your hosts the uh sultan of smyrna <laughs> aaron weiss and i am joined by the sweetness of smyrna the smurfette the Smurfette of Smyrna, <laughs> the silliest in Smyrna, the silliest, the silliest of Smyrna, Erica so- J. Weiss, <laughs> Woo. and what? we are joined by the coolest cats in Covington, Caleb and Megan Peeler. Wow! Did you hear your name that time, Caleb? I did. I did that time. <laughs> do you I do it? think it's although I do think it's funny that you and Erica get different like. Um, like names. names, but we get one name. We're just so much more of a unit. <laughs> yeah. I wow. guess we're, we're just like so the coolest fun. cats. I mean, no, it's okay, Aaron. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's okay. But here's the thing, Caleb. Last week, according to the podcast recording, I I, I barely audibly said your name. Like, it's no wonder uh, you didn't hear uh, me. Our picture's frozen on our end. Is it is it frozen on your end? No. No. Oh, good, because our our own picture shows me still taking a drink. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I you're mean, moving in real time for us. Good. Crazy. So, who's so, uh, first? <laughs> Eager. Um, Aaron's doing a task. Okay. It's okay. I mean, as long as you can tell. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> All right, I'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> just a little bit of housekeeping for you, uh, ladies and germs, and uh, what's a germ? Everything in between. Um, this is Best Friends Pod. We're brought to you by Weisscast each and every week. Four of us gather around a virtual meeting table and talk about things that we want to talk about. If you like that and you want to be a part of the show, go to patreon.com slash Weisscast, where 
we're just begging you to pay my salary. Um, yeah, you know, only errands, only mine. Um, everyone <laughs> else is volunteers. <laughs> pay my salary. Everybody else has a has a big boy or big girl job. You could say that <laughs> full time. Yeah. I have a I have a part time. I'm a part time big boy. Part time big dreams, you know. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you could pay my salary, that'd be great. And <laughs> oh uh, if you want to be a part of the show, you could also email us at uh, wisecastpodcast at gmail dot com. Send in send in some topics for a suggestion. No one's ever done that to my knowledge. I can check the email right now. Actually, that would be if someone has a topic. That'd be so exciting. That would, just, like, that would be exciting. I, I'm checking right now. I want Caleb to talk about. Why he loves Meg. Um, <laughs> it's like anonymous. A topic. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got nothing, folks. Got nothing. Mm. Unless. <laughs> Shall we look in the spam? We should talk about whatever spam is there. Unless it's it was like spicy, sensitive. Yeah. yeah. I do remember the only mm-hmm. one, only like email Klimber mentioning. It's the early days of Weisscast, uh, where it was Weiss and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Dufour <laughs> emailed them about some fishing rod. Uh, so he made some comments about fishing rod, and Jack was very into fishing. And that's the only email I can remember. Yep, that's accurate. So that Jack is very <laughs> Jack listening sales. Send Jack, one. I don't know if you still listen to the show, but email us about fishing if you do. <laughs> Yeah, and if you don't, email us about fishing. It'd be nice to hear. From <laughs> <you>. Um, <clears throat> let's just jump right into it. Uh, we were having a talk in the pre-show about jobs and stuff, but we don't need to talk about that. This is this is supposed mm-hmm. to be a relaxing environment. Unless one of y'all's topic happens to be <laughs> job related, then Mine then uh, that's cool. But um, we're gonna hop right in. I'm gonna talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart, and that's a show that I recently uh, watched. I-, I wouldn't say I binged watched it, um, but I guess I kind of did because it was really the main show that I was watching at the time. It's called The Orville. Mm. I thought this was coming. Yes. Um, so The Orville is a Star Trek inspired show. Um, from Seth MacFarlane of Family Guy fame. And uh, it started out kind of like a parody-ish, but then pretty quickly became kind of its own thing. And, um, I mean, the Star Trek influence is definitely there, but it got its footing as like a legitimate sci-fi TV show. And there's three seasons. They're all on Disney Plus. Uh, if you're into those kind of things, I definitely recommend it. But um, it's a show that I think doesn't quite. I mean, it's actually getting a lot of love right now. Um, people are like saying it's the best Star Trek out right now, even though it's not actually Star Trek. Um, I would tend to say that it's either tied or the second best star trek out right now strange new worlds is just real good um and i have to give the credit it's due um so i guess what i'm saying is or asking 
is is there a show out there that there's only a couple seasons of that you feel like not many people are talking about that you think deserves saving or you're not sure if it's going to get another season or you you just want people to talk about it mm-hmm. um, i think goodness. so the only one that comes to mind and i think a lot like a lot of the shows i love deeply have gotten to do love um but one show that i feel like like in its heyday was talked about a lot um was daredevil and I was like, I'm gonna be completely honest. When it was canceled, um, back in like 2018 or so, I like legitimately like I think I almost cried because like the Netflix Daredevil series, um, I think was like such a great like representation of like Daredevil as a character. Um, I love like the like the, you know, it wasn't, it was real. And grounded but wasn't like absurdly violent or unnecessarily like dark um it still had the hopeful like air to it um i liked like basically like i mean season two i think the first four or five episodes are some of the best like collection of episodes in a like series i can think of um and, like, the ending of season three is like phenomenal so, but that's one, like, I wouldn't say, like, it's, it had its due time, but I think it's, like, not appreciated as much anymore, I think, because of how it was supposed to connect with the MCU, and then it just never did, and then got canceled because it was too different from the MCU. Um, I, I will say, like, because, I guess, more because it's not mainstream, but, like, Strange New Worlds is probably my is like is my favorite new show. And I feel like outside of like some small like more sci-fi centric circles on YouTube, they don't talk about Strange New Worlds at all. Um, like Jamie, I watched Jamie John's review of Orville a few weeks ago, and he says the best trek trek out. But my thing is like I even asked this when I watched it. I was like, Jeremy, have you watched? Strange the Worlds, because I, like, I have not seen season three of Orville. I've only seen, like, season one, and, like, maybe a few episodes of season two. Um, but, like, Strange the Worlds is, like, well, it's my topic, but I'll go into that. I'll get into that oh, that's your topic. Okay. Yeah, I'll get into that later, though. So, but, yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, all I can think of is Daredevil, because, like, I mean, Avatar is one of my favorite shows, but that one's that's got quite the fan base. <laughs> and like yeah. Bojack and um, like all of my Star Trek shows and like um, Breaking Bad and Burke All Saul have gotten their do do me. I know. I don't think Daredevil was like left out, but I think it deserves deserve better, in my opinion. At least how it was unceremoniously killed after like probably the best season of the series. Um, so yeah, there's that. I'm trying to think of what shows I have watched that I really liked that I feel like 
are kind of like smaller, lesser known shows. I'm kind of like a basic girl when it comes to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a single show that I like that I feel like no one knows about or that I feel like is not popular. I've been into um, um, Only Murders in the Building, which I love. I've been into some good reality TV like The Circle. Oh. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh. I'm pretty predictable, you know? <laughs> I've watched that maybe the it's more niche, but I honestly cannot. Um, I mean, some of the things that we watch on, like, Food Network mm. are, but... Yeah, like, more people need to be <clears throat> watching the Food Network. That's so true. But the, also, the things that we watch most on Food Network are probably the most successful things on Food Network. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I feel like I don't know a lot of people who, like, rave about the Food Network. So more people should do that. And that is my answer. Yeah. Good answer. I need people to talk with about the latest episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. (laughs) Yo, we gotta go on a road trip. Absolutely. That's funny. I feel like I'm in a similar boat as Erica, where I feel like most shows I've really enjoyed have been, like, people, there was hype. Like, people were really into it. I'm trying to think. I don't, so, I'm thinking of an anime, but honestly, like, I've watched anime, but I've never been within the anime, like, culture or space. Like, I don't know what animes are, like, talked about a lot and are not and i think the anime i'm thinking of i don't think it's niche i think it's well known but i i think i'm just like not and i don't know a ton of people who watch a lot of animes i don't even really know but it was like my intro to anime kind of avatar but in my head that really wasn't an anime like i know it is but also can you you repeat it because it kind of like glitched right when you said it uh fruits basket Mm-hmm. is an anime that I liked and I still do it's a very like it's a very calming show and mm. kind of thing and um, I know like compared to the man- man- manga manga see that's another thing I don't even know how to say like what a lot of the shows are based off but I know like this the series ended before like the manga kept going or whatever or even like the main mm-hmm like some more storyline stuff. Oh. So I remember that because I was like, oh, wait, where's more of the show? I know there's more online, but they stopped making the show. So I really like that one. Honestly, there could be hype around it and it's actually a pretty big anime for all I know, but I don't know that. But also like anime yeah. in general is kind of niche. I feel like obviously there's a ton of people who watch anime, but I think that like the majority of people that you I feel like if you just, like, talk to a random person you've never met before, mm-hmm. there's a chance that they're, like, into anime. But if you're really into anime, that's not the majority of people that you run into. Do you think that's accurate or is that not accurate? It's a whole lot bigger even when I was in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, granted, my high school is, like, 70 students. Oh, your I'd, high school. I'd say, Sorry. like, of my, like, high school guys. So it's, like, 35 or 70, I guess. I don't know if that's accurate. But I would say and, probably like at least a third, if not maybe closer to half, watch anime. Oh, but really? It's also a very different sample size. So, like culturally, like it is like it is kind of like 
niche. Like, watching anime is not niche, but I think what anime you watch can be more niche. Mm. Like, no, I that think- totally makes sense to me, because, like, there's things like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Naruto that are super popular. Right. Um, Pokemon's up there. Like, these very long-running anime shows that are super popular. <laughs> but then there are other shows, like... It's it's it could be very segmented, yes. like what other shows there are because I mean Netflix has a whole anime division. Because also like anime is different. Like we think of it as like its own like genre, but like in Japan, there's like subgenres of anime because that's like what people watch more than. Like, gotcha. So like we don't like we don't see as much of like, the subgenres of anime, but like mm-hmm. there are very much like subgenres. So like. Fruit baskets. It's a piece of slice of life. Slice of life was also specifically a sojo, which is like this shonen right. and like sojo. Sojo is for teenage girls. And, teenage girls, yeah. Mine's definitely for teenage girls. Is for teenage boys. Yeah, mine's for teenage so. girls. <laughs> but I really like that show. I think it was a good intro to being like some. I'm still not. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so into anime. It's like I dabble and like watch some shows. Yeah. Every like couple of years like currently we are watching one but then i could go like another two years without watching any anime but fruits basket was really good i'm trying to think i know there was a show the oa that i really liked and but it was also very confusing so like i kind of get why it wasn't maybe Mm -hmm. that hyped up (laughs) those are probably the only two shows that are coming to mind right now i did have a thought of one Mm -hmm. um so it's called Wellington Paranormal. Oh, that one's really good. Like, That's so funny. So basically, like, it's very much like in the same vein as what we knew in the shadows. Like, is a I need to watch that. It's so good. And it's like, I think it captures the humor <laughs> so much. Like, the what we do in the Shadows TV show, I think is like not as funny as the movie. I think Paranormal, like, Wellington PD Paranormal, is like captures the the humor of what we do in the shadows so much better than like the what we do in the shadows show. It's okay. just a weird, like, very, like, straight lace, like, sarcastic, dry, just, like, yeah. humor. And I love it so it's much. Pretty. I need to watch it. Yeah. I actually really enjoy the What We Do in the Shadows show. Mm-hmm. Um, the first season, yeah, it's not See, as well, good as the movie. First, but I think. So, I did not vibe for the first few episodes. Yeah. Um, once you get past those, though, I think it maybe even surpasses the movie. Okay. Whoa. That's good. Which might be a heinous thing to say. That's that, that's probably my favorite comedy. Miss, probably. It's probably my favorite comedy of all time. Yeah. I will say the train is in the distance. So I, I don't want to cut the thing off short, but if Erica wants to go, then we can mute ourselves. Okay, yeah. You want to go on, on your topic? Um, I'd be happy to, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, so I have never been much of a video game girl. But I'm trying to change that about myself because I'm realizing that there isn't, like, I feel like video games are for, like, specific people who are into video games. But I don't think the same thing about board games or card games, for example. I feel like anyone can like a board game or a card game. There's just different kinds of board games and card games out there for everyone, right? So here I am thinking, well, there's probably different kinds of video games out there for everyone. I feel like whenever I've thought of video games before, I just think of like 
a man running through a field trying to either shoot people or collect things. And I'm like, I'm so not interested in that at all. Um, but recently I remembered this one day when my sister Maya and I were probably, I would guess like 15 and 12. And on our desktop computer at our family's home, we got a like one day free trial of Plants vs. Zombies. And it totally rocked our world. Like, we were obsessed that whole day. I think we woke up playing Plants vs. Zombies. And then our, like, subscription, our free trial or whatever ended at, like, 8 p.m. And we were devastated. It was, like, the best day of our lives. Okay. So, I mentioned that to Aaron. The next day, I come home from work. And Aaron had bought Plants vs. Zombies for the Xbox. And I've never played the Xbox before, I don't think. We have a Switch, and I know the Switch controller really well. I know where the A button is, which is, like, the button that does all the things. And I know where the other buttons are. But it's different on the Xbox. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to ever learn how to play a game on the Xbox. Um, And fast forward a week, and I've beaten the whole game. And it's, like, my new obsession. <laughs> so, Gamer girl. Yeah, I'm, like, such a gamer girl suddenly. And I'm, like, I need to find more Plants vs. Zombies type games. I need to, like, get into this and, like, make this a hobby of mine. Like, I'm going to be a gamer and I'm so excited. Wow. So I was wondering if anyone has any recommendations for games I might like. Or it doesn't have to be Plants vs. Zombies-esque. Other things I like are anything Mario-related. So I, I do have a Plants vs. Zombies story. Oh, oh let's hear it. For so I got Kindle Fire for a birthday in high school. Um, this is like right when tablets are becoming a thing. So I got Kindle Fire, and I think like it was either a free version of Plants vs Zombie, or like I I was somehow able to get the actual Plants vs Zombie game for like free on my Kindle because I don't think I paid for it. Um, but I remember like getting Plants vs Zombie and like being like I got sucked into it. And like it was like real good, and like mm -hmm. Plants vs Zombie Two came out, and like it was much like there's a lot more going on, and like I think I was like lost interest, or it was like I got stuck in part. But there was one summer I would I played a lot of Plants vs Zombies, and my friends I would bring my Kindle with me on the bus, to like comp band competitions and stuff, and my friend who always sat next to on the bus, he would like. Ravenously, like, be like, we got on the bus, like, Caleb, you bring a Kindle. And it was like, yeah. And you just like sit there and play Plants for Zombie for the whole <laughs> bus ride. And as soon as we get back on the bus, he'd be like, grab my Kindle and play Plants for Zombie. And he got so excited. He finally beat the last boss. And he gets so mad. Like, he, he was on that last boss for a while, like half the season. And he, like, no, I, the last boss was awful. <laughs> like it took me so long and by so long i mean probably like five tries but i've never <laughs> experienced that before where i was stuck yeah. usually if like a round tripped me up and a zombie came into my house and ate my brains i would be like okay let me redirect for the next round but that last boss really like i had to stop and come back to it. i could not get it in one sitting which might not sound like a lot for all the gamers out there but for me it was a monumental moment of yeah. i care enough about this game to pause for now and try again later i've <laughs> never experienced that before that's funny i i don't have any recommendations of like plans for zombies adjacent games yeah i'm not sure Cause that's like not my my genre of game. Mm. Dudes mm -hmm. running around shooting things. I, I love a <laughs> um, role playing. 
game. Well, yeah, I like a good role-playing game. He's a little video game lingo. Uh, I even like... First-person shooter. I've been, playing, I've been playing Fallout 4 again for the first time since it came out. Um, and I actually enjoy it a lot more than I thought I did. But now it's getting to a point in the game where it's like... It's not as a hardcore RPG as I want, which does make it more accessible and more fun. But it's not as much like torsion consequence or like not as much like this is the character I'm playing. Okay. You kind of like because of the voice protagonist, like you kind of like you have to play this anyway, but like I'm still having fun with it, but not like as much fun as I was the first like three days I was playing it. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, so I've never played Plants vs. Zombies. I don't know much about it in general. I'm also not, like, super into video games necessarily. But it's, like, a puzzle-type game where it's, like, I looked up a picture of it. So it's, like, you are the well, fin- Erica, the, the Sorry, master yes. can Erica tell me. Can <laughs> No, totally good. So it's, like, there's multiple rows, like, okay, mm-hmm. here's the scene. Okay. There's a yard that leads to your house. Right. And coming off of the street are zombies. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to defend your house from the zombies using plants. Okay. So each plant has different powers. So, like, your standard plant is a pea shooter. It shoots peas at the zombies. And yep. after getting by a pea, getting hit by a pea, like, maybe five to ten times, the zombie's head falls off and it dies. Right. But then there's extra special shooters, like a corn shooter, that lobs not only corn, but also... um pads of butter yeah onto the zombies and that gets them even better so there's like um mm-hmm. okay all sorts of different you know and it's not really a puzzle but there are like rows and columns like a grid okay. almost on your yard so you have to strategically think what kind of plants you want to put where which plants do you want closer to your house which plants do you want closer to the zombies on the road mm-hmm. and you know there's zombies that aren't just your standard zombies some of them are giant zombies and some of them have cones or buckets on their head which makes it harder to get their heads to fall off and some of them are football players and some of them are grandpas and they're all they have different kind of yeah like weaknesses and different strengths so it's kind of a you have to learn the zombies and you have to learn your plans the genre is of that would be like a tower defense a tower defense i was wondering what the name of that would be because it reminds me of phone games of some mm. iPhone type games that I, I know I played one that sounds similar that is an iPhone game. But I, I don't remember. This was a while ago. Right. Where it was it happened to be diff- balloons. No, I, I, love I don't balloons. even know I what played that balloons is. balloons on like on the brow like on the web browser in like middle school. It was insane. <laughs> no, I don't remember what I was playing. I can suggest video game. I don't know if you would like them. I'll hear them. I'm trying to think any that are similar to Mario that I've played that isn't just Mario. Spyro, like the Spyro games. Are they similar to Mario? I've never Pretty played similar them. idea, yeah. You just run around, collect stuff, okay. jump on things. Spyro, he's a little purple dragon. I love it. I'm trying to think. I played, I don't think this is on Xbox, like Cooper. <laughs> it's on PlayStation. Oh, never mind. Don't worry about it. No, we uh, have a PlayStation. You can, I, can, I can learn oh, it. Okay. Yeah, so I really like Sly Cooper. I don't know how much I'd really relate that to Mario, though. I really... Because it's not the same kind of level base that I feel like Mario is. That's okay. Um, I'm currently really into Stardew Valley, which is very similar to Animal Crossing. So, mm. like, Animal Crossing. And then also House Flipper. I was kind of on, like, a grind with House Flipper where it's just... 
you're a house flipper and you mm-hmm. clean up and remodel homes. Honestly, on Xbox, the controls are a little like goofy at first. And at first, I was like, man, I don't think I'm going to really play this much because I don't like the controls. But then I got over it and like figured it out. And yeah. I played it a lot. I haven't played it in a minute, but I really like that one. What was a different one I was into? I don't remember. Anyway, those are the main two. Zelda. Like, like, oh, I like Zelda. I wouldn't. I don't know if you would like Zelda, but yeah. I like very, Zelda. It's very not, not Mario. It's very much, yeah. I don't know. You could always try it, but I, I wouldn't suggest it based on what you've said your interests are. Gotcha. Um, so but- something that I think I don't like in a video game is something like, so my friend Taylor loves The Sims and can and will sit there and play Sims all yeah. weekend if she can. But from what I understand, you don't have to, like, beat a level or you don't have to. You just live. Yeah. And to, I don't think I could handle that because then I, I I don't think I could handle that. Yeah, I think in Sims, I see I'm the kind of person who would, like, be obsessed with Sims for, like, a hot minute. But the, and you can kind of, like, have these different goals. It's very open and, like, what you make of it type deal. I would say, like, Stardew Valley is somewhat similar in that way, where there's definitely goals and there's things you want to, like, accomplish. But there's not, like, mm-hmm. levels. There's not, like, that kind of thing. Gotcha. But maybe not Stardew Valley. I mean, House Slippers, you just, like, it's jobs that take longer time. It's not necessarily... Right levels either so i don't really know if i have a good suggestion because i haven't played games like uh plants versus zombies either that's totally fine <laughs> i do like puzzle games i like tetris yeah i'm i feel like puzzle games would be i'm trying to think if i played any like that even just like on my phone i mean i did play toon blast that was like <laughs> a really dark time in my life i played that way too much <laughs> Uh, I don't know on Xbox. I'm also like a newer person to Xbox, so mm-hmm. I'm figuring it out and what games I like because not that recently, but I also got my own controller. As in, Caleb got a new one, so I got the old one. <laughs> oh my then- gosh! Wait, I want my own controller. Do well, I have my own? Yay! <laughs> <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> so, that really changed some stuff where I was like more. I felt more I had some ownership over the Xbox because I'm like, ooh, this will be the controller I use. Absolutely. Now she has a newer controller than I do because I've got Series X. Yeah. And I want to keep my nice Forza controller I have. So I get the new Series X one. Yeah. Which I don't deserve. (laughs) (laughs) I have no no way of appreciating it. (laughs) But mine is colorful. Yeah. I Um, I actually, I have... I think I, I have some suggestions, and I don't know why exa- they. Uh, I, I don't know why they didn't come up when we've chatted about this before. Right. Um. But I was thinking, like your suggestion, Megan, of house flipper made me think about uh, the last few years. Um, simulation games have been like super popular. Yeah. Um, there's like farm simulator, there's a lawnmower simulator, there's yeah. power wash simulator. Um, and those do oh, have awesome. levels. Oh. Um, but also I was thinking like I was thinking of like computer games and like old school and like I loved roller coaster tycoon back in the day. Oh, and I think Xbox has Planet Coaster. And Zoo Tycoon. Oh my gosh, Allie, my friend Allie loves the Zoo Tycoon. Yeah, yeah. I don't even tell me that. 
so <laughs> maybe we could check those out yeah um i also thought about cooking mama oh mm. i, I have wait do i still have cooking mama or did you sell it i think i sold cooking which is fine i think i told you to anyway i loved cooking mama yeah i had it on ds i yes. think that was the original one like, i got even to ds i gotta do that too we like we like um overcooked oh overcooked is fun We've tried oh, to play Overcooked. It's I a, think I need to try again, but it was really it, scary. It gets, I think it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a kind of <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah. I um, think that there, there are also like it, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty advanced like in terms of like it, Erica essentially has only been playing Xbox for a week. Yes. Yeah. And other than that, she's played Mario, which is like two buttons in the in the stick to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like always on the Switch or the Wii. So also a different Right. Right. So I think that playing games and then eventually getting to Cooking Mama. Or overcooked. Or overcooked. Yeah, yeah. I meant overcooked. Um would be good but like for now simpler games like the simulation game or puzzle games like we were talking yeah. about um games that don't have to do the two sticks oh yeah that sounds good um, i don't know if any of the ones that you suggested have to I was, do two I sticks was so just... caleb and he was like no <laughs> i mean kind of zelda because you have a camera but like oh yeah okay anyway go on yeah so it's part of the but i mean yeah, I think Erica has a bright gaming future ahead of her <laughs> filled with a uh, pink headset and a pink controller. That's my dream. I want to be a little gamer girl with the aesthetic. I'm a big, I play the video games on mute and then I have like YouTube playing in the background because I don't actually care that much to listen to the games. Uh, see, I That's like funny. I've played. I do. That. I love that you don't do that with Zelda. Which I did that with Zelda. Mind. Yeah, I was just like, I don't really care to listen to it. I, I, <laughs> I love the immersion. I love like the music and like getting sucked into the game. Um, especially the music is so good for. Like, I know, and Zelda is good. It's not even because it's like, oh, I no, hate how I this know. sounds. I'm just like, I want a different kind of noise <laughs> that's talking. I guess that's funny because Aaron and I used to play Tetris on the switch and we would have it muted and we would listen to um the harry potter audiobooks oh funny and that was not because we didn't want to hear tetris it was because we were so addicted to listening to the harry potter audiobooks at any possible moment mm -hmm. that that's how we would like spend our evenings most of the time that's funny Maybe that's how i should get through rule of time that is while you're playing video games yeah mm, that's a good idea i'm, okay. I'm book six of 14 right now whoa Although, Caleb, a lot of the game, like, I wouldn't recommend listening to Wheel of Time while playing Fallout. No. But, no. <laughs> but if you're sitting there playing, like, Forza Horizon or something. Yeah. Something yeah. more mindless. Yeah. Something more mindless. Which I do like. I, I appreciate Forza Horizon. But I think a lot of times when I play games, I don't want to be, like, mindless brain activity. I like to actually, like, be immersed and experience the story. Um. Yeah, Especially. it depends on the mood I'm in. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot oh. more times recently, I've just I've wanted to a more mindless. Mm -hmm. Cool. As you play balloons, as we sit here. What? 
Oh my no, god. <laughs> more mindless, oh. and you totally turn your mind off and keep playing balloons. So, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. Talk about strange my topic. Yeah. Cool. Um, so something since about May has had a uh, aggressive chokehold on me. It's been pervasive through my life. I can't. I can't look straight because I keep on seeing it in my eyes. I'm just like <laughs> okay, the drama. I'm just like it's like it has, has me wrapped around this little 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 finger. Um, and it's Star Trek. Yes, I've, yes. It's Star Trek. Megan is known about this. Um, I feel like half... We've had our own conversations about this. I think Caleb's coming out with sharing about it. Yes. I think half my B reels last week were me watching Star Trek. <laughs> um, because also, like two weeks ago, randomly, I was like, what if I watch TNG? Just had a little like, special like, TNG. Just I was going to watch one episode. And then, of course. Hey, our listeners might not be Trekkies. Oh, yeah, yeah, you sorry, really sorry, love sorry. to use the lingo. So I was like, whoever watched The Next Generation, which is like the Star Trek series that I grew up with the most, came out in the late 80s and early 90s. That one has like um, Ricard, which is played by Patrick Stewart, which is probably the most, I don't the most recognizable cast, but like to me, it's like that's what I think more about Star Trek is I think of like Ricard and um, And so like, yeah, it's just been so. I saw I watched one episode, and it's just been like this, like awakening. So it started with it started in May. Sorry, it started. In, Whoa, <laughs> it started in May with Strange New Worlds. So I grew up watching Star Trek like all the time. Like I distinctly remember, um, like in elementary school, on I think there's this channel called TV Land that we mm-hmm. we had that was like oldies in the mornings. My dad would watch the original series, so that's like a Kirk and Spock in company, um, and that was the one made in like the like sixties. Um, so we we'd watch that in the mornings, going before we went to school, and then like at night after dinner, he'd turn on Sci Fi Channel, and it would always be like Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember like coming home from school and like watching like Voyager and Enterprise. So, like, Star Trek as a kid was extremely, extremely, like, that was, like, what was always on at home. Mm-hmm. So, like, the stories, like, the characters got like, so, like, ingrained in me. And then, like, I just forgot about it, kind of. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. I didn't really, like, I saw, like, Star Trek Beyond and, like, um, Into Darkness um, when it came out. The movies. The movies. Um, and it was, like, yeah, those are cool. Don't really think about them. And then, like, Strange New Worlds, like, it just hits, like, it hits the itch. I even know I had so well. <laughs> and, you no, know, it sounds bad, but it was, like, honestly, not like, bad. it's just, like, I don't know. I was, like, missing it. And honestly, I will say, there's a few episodes of the first scene of Orville that, like, hit it for me. Mm-hmm. That, but like, it didn't get you that, started. No, not like this. Because, um, like, Orville, like, <laughs> I think what held me back with Orville was it had really great moments. Um, but then it was always like underplayed with comedy and annoy me because like even when I was watching the first season, and I know you said later in seasons they toned down the comedy, but in the first season it's like I think they would have had a great, really good like sci-fi show, but it's always felt like they make it a comedy. But then it sounds like later. But um, anyway, you watch Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Um 
Strange New Worlds, just like it hits the like the campy positivity almost of like mm-hmm. the original series, but also the like very deep, thoughtful, um, existential. Like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of like, also he's, he's the, the the deeper side of the of next generation, and just melds it so well together. Um, Pike, the captain of the Enterprise in the original series, I mean, in Strange New Worlds, is like probably like my second or third favorite captain. He's like so cool. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Anson Mount, if you're listening to this, um, <laughs> send me an email. Whitescastpodcast <laughs> 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 at gmail.com. Yes, if somehow Anson Mount is listening to this. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Um, I. Every, we know, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I have just been. So basically, all I was to say is like I have just been like sucked into Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, after this, I'm gonna watch some Star Trek. Um, it's just been so fun to go back into this world that I had forgotten about since my youth, mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and it's just been like, I think, uh, I think I mentioned this to Megan, but I think one thing I love, I've realized I love so much about Star Trek. Is I can be kind of doomist about the future mm-hmm. and like look at our world and how it's going and like oh man everything sucks. What's going to happen in 10, 10 to twenty years? But what I appreciate about Star Trek is like they do quit like the first half of the twenty first century is like sucks and it sucks. But then like we learn from our mistakes as humans and we like grow a society and we get to a point where like the when the world was like not well like. We don't have like needs and like money. Not that money is bad. Anyway, I want like that's a different conversation. Sorry. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I really appreciate the positivity. Yeah. I would say I love the positivity of Star Trek because I think I didn't realize how much of what I was watching yeah. is like sad or like not happy. So I think it's been very good for me to like watch Star Trek again because it's so just like positive. Yeah. And nothing else on TV is like that positive that you've been watching or like on yeah. YouTube yeah. generally. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the best thing about Star Trek um, in general. Uh, and that was, you know, was my biggest critique about Discovery and Picard is that they're so... It's not that they're bleak. It's just that they're, like, unnecessarily mature, which yeah. has never been the tone of Star Trek ever. It's always been, like pretty much anyone of any age could watch it and feel like they're getting something out of it. And while I can't say the necessarily same thing about the Orville, Mm -hmm. it definitely does have a brighter outlook on the future, just like Star Trek. Um, yeah, so I mean that that's definitely my favorite thing about Star Trek, specifically Strange New Worlds, is like there's that campy goofiness, but also like the stuff that makes you think, the pensive thought. So I think for a while, especially in like the late teens, um, we're like it can only be thoughtful and provocative if it's super bleak and dark. Right. Which is like not at all true. So I appreciate like being like, cause I love like, I like watching very like thoughtful stuff. Um, it was, it was just, I don't know, it's been so refreshing to like have something so just like a, pla- a palate cleanser. Almost. Yeah. 
Um, but I wanted to ask, like, are there any like shows that you're like are super nostalgic for or have a super fun like mm-hmm. growing up? Unless you'll want to say more stuff about Star Trek, or I know Erica has a ton to say about Star Trek. Oh, I'm sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I've never seen Star Trek, any of it, um, and I am willing to change that. I'm growing as a person. Look at me; I play Xbox now. Anything is possible. <laughs> so, don't count me out. Um, oh my gosh! But a show that I'm nostalgic for. The first thing that comes to mind is iCarly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because you're talking about Star Trek and I'm like, I really, <laughs> but I just love iCarly. Like, I can't help it. Um, but I'm trying to think of like what would be a show that my dad or my mom would put on growing up that was like a show that was for them, but I also was like excited to watch it. And that might be something like Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a ton of Jeopardy anymore, um, particularly because we don't have cable. But <laughs> growing up, like 7 30, jeopardy was on mm-hmm. and i didn't know why they said their answers like questions i didn't know what a daily double was and i didn't get any of it but i just it was kind of comforting you yes. know like it was familiar you kind of were able to get the gist of these are really hard questions so these people must be really smart and it was kind of cool and they won money at the end so yeah yeah i love jeopardy yeah um i'm kind of similar to caleb I watched Star Trek, the original series, and The Next Generation, um, and Deep Space Nine with uh, my dad and brother growing up. Very nostalgic feels whenever I watch an episode of one of those. Um, But in addition to those, like since we've talked about Star Trek a lot, um, I really like Stargate. Stargate is good. Um, another sci-fi show. It's a, it's like more of like a distant future type show. Mm-hmm. It's like not super, super, super futuristic, but um, it's really good. Um, MASH is a big one for me. Um, both of my parents really like MASH. And in case you don't know, it was a show in the 70s and 80s uh, about the Korean War and the it was a mobile army something hospital. Hospital? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I forgot what the... Surgical hospital. That's what it is. Mobile army surgical hospital. Um, and it was like... It's a, like a dramedy. And I just really love it. And I think a lot of my humor was like... Uh, shaped by MASH. Um Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, Mash is a great theme song. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, those are the those are the ones that I can think of. Uh, if I'm like feeling nostalgic, I'll put on an episode of Mash, and you know, like one of my favorite episodes, and watch it. I think they're all on Hulu. Nice. Um, if you're interested, but. Bye. My, my dad likes Stargate. My brother really likes Stargate. Like, he's currently been re- re-watching Stargate. I don't remember Stargate too much, the original Stargate. I remember watching Stargate Atlantis a lot. Um, I'm really liking Stargate Atlantis. Um, and I remember, like, I supposed to remember the build-up of, like, the last season. I couldn't tell you what happened last season. 
But I remember watching the last season as it aired with my brother and my dad, and just being like very excited for the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Jason Momoa is in it, and like I remember, like not realizing that for the longest time when like Jason Momoa was like yeah. famous, like proper famous. And I was like, oh wait, that's the guy from Second Atlantis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think um, shows like, so I remember in like, I don't know how old I was. When I was younger, um, I was allowed to stay up past my bedtime because I could watch Home Improvement Mm. or Full House with my mom. So that was always an exciting thing. So I was like, I loved the shows. My mom also loved watching them and I could stay up a little bit later. And that was fun. I even remember one night when my mom was, like, out of town or something. And my dad was like, Megan, I think you need to, like, go to bed. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I'm allowed to stay up for full house. He's like, I don't know. And I was like, no, call mom. <laughs> mom. And he, like, he knew we watched it together, but I think he was still kind of like, I think you should go. It's your bedtime. Don't you need to, like, go to bed? I don't know. He wasn't a very, like, super, super strict. So he's probably like... I you probably should go and I was like no call mom and he called mom and he was like okay you're good to watch like this one episode so honestly That's those so are like funny nostalgic ones sometimes like uh my mom wasn't as into Fresh Prince but I would watch Fresh Prince was like another one I still would sometimes stay up later for um and I'm trying to think of other ones I would watch I don't know like I watched all the Disney shows like Hannah Montana. I also watch stuff like iCarly. I would watch all the time, and but it doesn't feel as nostalgic for me. Um, I think, and my parents like we watch TV, but we weren't. My parents weren't this type that we watched like a show in the living room because they had a TV in their bedroom, and then like my dad also has a very different TV taste. So like he always watched Deadliest Catch. So sometimes I'd watch that with him. So I remember that. And he liked those kinds of shows, like kind of reality TV, man versus wild stuff. And so he'd go in our back room is what we call it. But it's like the office, my brother's former bedroom. And he'd watch his show there. So we didn't like and then I do my own thing. Maybe I'm in the living room watching something. I'm in my room. I'm in my mom's room in my parents room watching Klaus. But they weren't like in the living room and like watching something necessarily so i don't have a memory of that kind of thing whereas like this was always on in the background because we didn't really do that as much so a full house was like and home improvement i would love to try and watch home improvement now i haven't i literally haven't watched it since i don't even know like late elementary early middle school probably yeah like i have no idea the last time i've watched it i I would remember the last time i did was the last time i would (laughs) i uh i watched i don't think i watched through the whole thing but i watched a good bit of it uh actually the semester that caleb was in england oh my gosh it's so i would love to watch it now and just see like how it is i have very fun memories because i remember like i remember it was like probably fifth fourth or fifth grade that I was able to stay up to like Nick at night time mm-hmm. and like watch Home Improvement and George Lopez. Yeah, I'd sometimes um, watch George I wasn't, Lopez. My mom didn't really like George I Lopez. I didn't like George Lopez as much, but I really liked Home Improvement um, a lot. I liked Home Improvement a lot. Um, George Lopez is a big one for me as well. Yeah, I know I'd sometimes watch it more on my own, but like sometimes and like but the main one were probably Full House Home Improvement, and I I would watch Fresh Prince a lot. 
Wow. Yeah, my brother and I had like a tradition, I think, where whatever it was like a few nights a week that George Lopez would come on at nine o'clock at nine thirty on Nick at night. And at like eight fifty-five, I was in charge of going to get us each a bowl of cereal. And we would sit <laughs> on the couch together and oh, watch yeah. George Lopez for an hour and then it was bedtime at ten. So Yeah. That's sweet. Very cool. I gotta be honest, guys. I'm. I don't have a topic. I like can't even try to think of one, and I feel very satisfied with what we have talked about. That I'm fine if we skip me. Hey, that's completely okay. Okay, I my topic is no topic, so I'm just like you know I'm content with the conversation, but and maybe, I really just like don't want to force one. Maybe, <laughs> that's fine. That's completely fine because we if we had topic, we'd be happy to have your topic. Oh, thank you. I know yes. I would be. Yes, don't think that we would be cutting you off. No, I, I don't think so. I'm just very like, eh. Well, uh, well listeners, you get out of class early today. <laughs> Unless anyone has any questions. <laughs> and you will get to enjoy a remix of the Star Trek Next Generation theme song. Absolutely. Um, I am Aaron Weiss. This is Erica J. Weiss. Those are Caleb and Megan Peeler. That's right. You are those. No. <laughs> uh, How come I'm the only one with a middle initial? Because it's a J. Oh, I guess it's Caleb J. Peeler, too. Caleb J. Peeler. <laughs> Megan K. Megan K. Peeler. Megan K. Peeler. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it is pretty good it's pretty iconic Close. in my mind not Please. that caleb j peeler isn't or megan k peeler isn't or aaron m weiss that just doesn't ring as well you say i'm aaron weiss and this is erica j weiss does that mean like if i'm an author i should publish my books as erica j weiss no I they should be ej weiss ej weiss that's pretty good yeah i think so <laughs> they could do the thing that all female authors do and just like Initial your name instead of like telling everyone you're a woman, just that's to be mysterious. That's what J.K. Rowling. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yes, JK. Prejudice. J.K. and like Essie Hinton, who wrote The Outsiders. Mm -hmm. She has Essie, not Susan. Agatha Christie. Danielle Steele. Well, you know, not always true. Yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah, I was. I was just. Kidding around. <laughs> um, on the Bronte sisters, yeah, use different name. Brontology? What'd you say? The Bronte the, sisters. What, there, there was a a group of Victorian writers called the Bronte sisters. There's three, uh... and I think they all had like gave themselves more masculine pen names. Yeah, I don't remember the names. So I don't either. I remember that. I think. If you ever become an like a published author, you should be you, you should remain shrouded in mystery. Okay. I've I've thought about this a lot. And if I become like if I write like published books and like become like famous from that, I really do want to have a pen name. Like I don't think I want I want to separate like my like famous persona and like like who I am as like an author an author from like my personal life that's fair like would you just want to do like like a completely different name is that what that means or like caleb james and then people don't know i don't know it's like something just different. go by james 
is the author's name. James Teal. No, just James. Just James. First name only. Or something so absurd like Lady Gaga. <laughs> you just like something that's no way that's anything close to your name. Lady Gaga. Or something like like a name that everyone has, like, like John Joseph. John Smith. John Smith. <laughs> but if you Google John Smith, you're not gonna get anything related to Exactly. I mean there's famous historical figure there's right but you want at least your book to come up the paparazzi oh right right even if you don't want your who you are to come up you at least want your book to come up if your name gets what if, what if my name is brandon c sanderson Stop. <laughs> <laughs> trying so hard that would be sneaky i think that would be illegal it probably would be something i'm sure he could sue you i wouldn't want brandon to sue me but then he noticed you. no i mean well if it was your legit name, he couldn't sue you. Oh, yes, but uh, knowing it's not your real name. Yeah. But, I mean, um, George R. R. Martin got away with stealing J.R.R. Tolkien's R.R. Does he not have R.R. in his no. name? Yo, that's yeah. sneaky. I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> basically, he, like, he's even, like, said, like, in interviews, like, yeah, he basically stole the R.R. because he wanted his, his pen name to sound like. To sound like. Yeah. More it's like J.R.R. Tolkien? J.R.R., yeah. I thought it was one R. It's two R's. Whoa, that's quite like, a notice. It's like... <laughs> the role, I forget if that's like a one, Tolkien. Whoa. Y'all. You learned something new. <laughs> well, that one was for free, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, enjoy the Star Trek Next Generation remix on your way out. Until next time. Toodles. Toodles. Bye. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Thank you.